I'm Ramsey the loud one. I'm Jesse the short one. Put, Put us both, both into, into one. We are. Lots of noise, always too fast. Lots of laughs. Here's our podcast, the loud and short of it. Hi, and welcome to the Loud and Short of It. I'm Ramsey the Loud One. And I'm Jesse the Short One. This week we have another blazing fucking monthly movie review for you. With all those brand new movies coming out, yep. we just can't watch all of them. We did the humane thing and kicked a poll out of uh, assorted comedy actors, mm-hmm. and you guys both decided that Seth Rogen and Will Ferrell were equally as valuable. Yes. A, a perfect tie at 34 votes each. Yeah. My God. You wanna... Or total. However <laughs> it worked out. <laughs> Um, but yeah, we're just going to dive right into it. I think we're going to start with Will Ferrell. Yep. And we did Blades of Glory. We hope you watched it. Um, I'm sure that you found a completely legal way to view it at home. (laughs) Let's get into it. Ready for my boring math stuff? Yes, I won't look. Okay. Critics, 70%, which is much higher than I was expecting for that kind of comedy. Yeah, I'm okay with that. And then we got 68 from the audience. Yeah, so, that's very fair right on both there. ends. And then I'm going to give it a 78. Really? Yeah. Cuz I'm just dumb and I love the movie. I thought you were going to give it, I thought you were going to give them both like a fucking D or whatever. No. I'm giving this one a 60. A D? Yeah, yeah. You thought I'd give it what you gave it? I thought you had Never. a good opinion. <laughs> Gross. Okay, well, we'll get into why we had those later. Yeah. Uh first it made 145 million dollars worldwide, 33 million open weekend. Which was a long time ago, so none of those numbers matter at all. <laughs> uh, and its budget was only sixty-one million, so I feel like that's, made a lot of money. That's par for the course for the Will Ferrell movies. I feel like was this on like this was like on the butt end of everything, wasn't it? This came out after Step Brothers. I remember because these movies were huge, and everything Will Ferrell or John Heater was in was huge. Yeah. And then like after Step Brothers, it was always like, oh, Will Ferrell's a movie, and everyone was like, okay, Dad. Yeah. <laughs> and then he plays a dad in a couple of them. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, let's get right into it. Why are you giving it such a terrible review? Why do you hate comedy? <laughs> the the front half of this movie is fucking so funny. When they hate each other? Yes, just hilarious. Mm. And then, like, they become friends. And it just, I feel like it's boring. If this movie was 45 minutes, I would have liked it way more. See, now I know Ramsey's lying about this because during the, like, second to last scene when they decide to become friends and stop being mean to each other, Ramsey just looked over and went, why is this making me emotional? <laughs> no. <laughs> when, dude, when they go out on the ice, Will Ferrell just does the same voice the entire movie. And, like, the, John Heater's being a pussy, and he's like, hey, all right, we can do this. <laughs> he's, like, coaching him, and I was like, yeah, we fucking can, Will. I'll <laughs> skate your ass off. Shit got that <laughs> it hit my coaching itch, dude. Mm. I also just feel like this movie did make ice skating cool. Yeah. I think that uh it was funny because the way this movie's put together is like essentially every like MMA movie is the exact mm, same way. With the little intro videos yeah. and everything. They have the funniest intro videos, they fucking they skate in a in a meat warehouse. Did you watch uh have you ever watched figure skating like in your life? Yeah, I'm like the Olympics at like 4 a.m. Yeah, my grandma loved it, so I was I just had to watch it growing up. Like whenever there was like the weird competitions that weren't at the Olympics. Oh really? On, she just like she knew the names of the people and whatnot. Oh Jesus! And uh, if they skated like they did in this movie, I would watch it. I would have loved it. Yeah, <laughs> like, it was awesome. <laughs> the fucking the flames. Yes. 
my uh i love the olympics because my dad would fucking be up at 4 a.m and i had a terrible sleep schedule when i was like 12 so i'd come downstairs meet him and watch the olympics <laughs> and i'm like okay i gotta go to school now yeah uh no this movie i liked it yeah. it was as good as i remembered it i think one of the things about this movie is like let me tell you one thing that i thought the funniest scene in the movie to me was the nut scene it was just like complete <laughs> physical comedy where yeah. he's like they're they're like doing stretches and then <laughs> fucking John Heater's foot slips and it crushes Will Ferrell's balls and then ten minutes later it shows the same thing and Will Ferrell does, does it, it on back. purpose. Yeah, that's what it feels like. But it's just shit like that that I feel like we don't really see in movies anymore. It's like yeah. almost like Adam Sandler humor, which like still has its like place of like the physical comedy, but like these movies don't come out anymore. This one is also, like, even when it's not trying, well, it is always trying to be funny, but just the scenes of them da- roller skating at any point are just innately fucking yeah. hilarious. Like, when he has to lift him up, but grabbing his nuts <laughs> yeah. is fucking great. Oh, just God. zooms in on Will Ferrell's face, he's just pissed <laughs> off. Yeah. Dude, the fucking, that kind of leads into the, the next thing, dude. The, the fucking ice skating in this movie? It's impressive. Dude, some of it, like, maybe we're just fucking idiots and we're completely wrong, but me and Jesse were just like, dude, they're kind of good. <laughs> like, they're doing shit that, like, no normal person can do. And if it's all CGI, then fuck me. That's but impressive good. CGI. Yeah. It's either amazing CGI or amazing choreography. Yeah. You gotta respect it. And I want to know if both of them knew how to skate, like, before the movie started or if they had to learn for this movie. It had been that both those actors knew at least, like, you a think little so? bit. They were too good for them to have learned, like, quickly just to get that in. Have you ever been, have you ever been like, skating? I've been ice skating one time in my life. I, I said I'm going right. to hate this. I have a smashed ankle, and I was like, this just seems like not a thing I yeah, should be no. doing. And I went out and was on the ice for like two minutes, and I was like, yeah, this is a thing I should not be doing. And <laughs> this for the next 30 minutes, just being like, don't shatter, don't shatter, yeah. don't shatter. Dude, I was a kid. I had fucking rollerblades, and I was mm. just so fast, and they were so cool. I got the, like, the extreme ones, where they're like, these are for boys. And my dad was like, okay. <laughs> and then I remember the first time I ever went ice skating, I did amazing. Oh, wow. I, it was like a fucking natural talent to me. Mm-hmm. And then they were like, okay, you need to stop now. And I was like, uh oh. And I tuck and rolled, <laughs> smashed into the side of the fucking, like, like, it was the Houston Ice Rink. Jesus. It was with awesome. Blades on your feet. Dude, I was badass. It was I also so like cool. that this movie addresses the fact that those are blades. <laughs> I feel like yeah. in, in ice skating, they never address that. They're no. just like, oh, look how pretty it is. And you're like, they have knives on their feet. <laughs> There's one point, fucking Craig T. Nelson, is he's their coach, and he's standing there smoking his cigar, sharpening the place. <laughs> the, the most pivotal move of the movie is them throwing with the other one in the air and then doing a double kick a quarter inch from the dude's throat. Cuts his, cuts his beard for yeah. him. Yeah, <laughs> cuts a little piece of hair off. But uh, earlier you said what was the funniest scene, and I need you to know that you're blatantly wrong. What's the funniest scene? The funniest scene in this movie is the last 15 seconds of the movie, <laughs> in which, with barely any lead-up or explanation at all, other than some fire out of Will Ferrell's hands yeah. halfway through the movie, he ignites both of their skates, and they fly off, and then the top of the Olympic Stadium opens up, and they fly into the clouds and disappear forever. See, now, like, that's funny just hearing it now, but it's way funnier when Jesse just goes, oh, man, I just remember how this movie ends. It's hilarious. And I was like... Weird thing to say. Four <laughs> minutes, four minutes, and then it happens, and I was like, "Holy fuck!" 
I thought it was gonna be some like Manchurian Candidate shit, but no, it's just rocket skates. I saw that shit in theaters when it came out, and yeah. just remember bursting out laughing at that <laughs> moment, just being like, "What the fuck?" I couldn't remember that at all, like not even a little bit. Which leads me to my next statement: that I'll die on this hill. I will die on this hill. If every movie ended like that, every movie would be better. The end I of the Godfather. So. Everyone alive. <laughs> You broke my heart, Fredo. <laughs> Looking off into space. The lighthouse. <laughs> Colors turn on. Fly off. Have the you shining. seen the lighthouse? No. Wow, that was awesome. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> the shining fucking... <laughs> He's standing there with the axe pissed off. It would be amazing. I, I can't just... think of any movie that wouldn't be better if the surviving char- main characters didn't fly off at the end together. Dude, I can't either. That's also, like, part of this movie. It's Part of the biggest thing of this movie is, like, it seems like at first one of those, like, slightly grounded in reality movies, and yeah. then things just, like, get weirder and weirder, but you just don't fucking care. By the end of it, they're just attempting murder on yeah. Will Ferrell for, like, 20 minutes, <laughs> and you're like, yeah, this I'm okay with this. Yeah, he, like, shoots a crossbow at a fucking <laughs> at a mascot and kills him. <laughs> they get arrested by Mounties, and I was like, yeah, whatever, man. Good Will Ferrell movie. Uh, do you want to hear some interesting facts about this movie? Yeah, yeah. I would love to hear some interesting facts. So, uh, the uh, movie, <laughs> this movie was yeah, directed by... Sorry, I'm bad at reading off. It was directed <laughs> by the same duo responsible for the Geico commercials. The really? caveman commercials. Oh, the caveman yeah, ones. Oh. To be fair, the gecko ones aren't funny. They're, they, there's, they're a, just... there's a specific gecko one where he glued all of their furniture to the ceiling, and I remember watching it as a kid and busting my gut. I just remember so the gecko funny. being like, I'm a cool gecko, and me being like, ah, you're a gecko. I don't <laughs> fucking care. You sell insurance. You're designed, so I'll make my dad get gecko insurance. Exactly. Uh, the next one is, oh, this is my favorite one. Uh, Will Ferrell's dialogue in this movie, apparently like 89% of it was uh, either drastically changed by him yeah. or improvised on the spot. I could I could see that. This <laughs> feels like Will Ferrell got the chance to do whatever he wanted to do yeah, and I, got to run with I it. I like to think the part with the uh, the horse shampoo, I I like to think he just brought that on set. This <laughs> <laughs> was like... I'm telling you, dude, his fucking voice throughout this entire movie for some reason just makes me fucking die laughing. It's super fucking... <laughs> and just his whole look. Yeah. Like, the, the, the fact that he's doing all of this while being overweight, <laughs> yeah. and they at one point address it, and they're like, you need to go on a diet, and then he starts stealing food <laughs> yeah. while on a treadmill. He starts a fight with Jimmy, and then Jimmy throws a biscuit at him, and he's like, throw me some chicken! <laughs> My favorite part is in the beginning wherever he's like he's doing his ice skating routine and John Heater does his and it's like all graceful and whatever the fuck and then Will Ferrell does his and for the first six minutes he's not even skating he's just, he's just like on the ice. yeah he's just fucking like just thrusting his way through the ice like shooting flames <laughs> and the very last ten seconds he does a flip for something I was like dude this is the best. I would rather watch that. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> if, if the Olympics were like, there's fire involved now, I'd be down. Who else is in this movie? Who uh, the two main? Craig D. Nelson, Will Arnett, Amy Poehler and Will Arnett. Yeah. Oh, and... Uh, Amy Poehler is super funny in this movie. <laughs> yeah, I had no is. idea she was in it they, until I'd forgotten that yeah. she was in it. She is 
probably one of the funniest characters. They play the fucking Lannister twins. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> their little sister died in a fuck. Her, her little sister's alive, and her, their parents died in a car wreck. Every time the little sister does anything wrong, she's like, "I still hear you, Dad." I like that they didn't get a redemption arc either. They're just no. monsters. No, through. <laughs> their last scene is them making out with mm-hmm. each other in, in handcuffs. Yeah. I think that's well, everything I got for this movie. Yeah, good movie. Watch it. I'm sure you've seen it, but who cares? Watch, watch it again. You got this one, going on. it's impressive that it held up. I, I was scared to watch this because yeah. I was like, oh, no, this is going to be one of those things I liked as a kid, yeah. and now it's going to be garbage. And it was I, very funny. I knew Pineapple Express was going to hit the same because I watch it like fucking once a year. Mm. But Blaze of Glory, I was like, I literally, the last time I watched that when I was like 15 on a plane ride. Oh, wow. That's That's it. Yeah, I think I've watched it. I think that was at least like my fifth time watching it. I watched it a lot as a kid. Well, I watched it five times on the plane. Uh, <laughs> <nice>. <laughs> Long plane ride. Short movie. <laughs> okay, let's get into the next movie. Oh, oh, wait, wait, wait. Lightning round. I'm going to list Will Ferrell movies quickly, and you're going to give me your takes on them. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. Elf. Best Will Ferrell movie. Crazy opinion. Crazy opinion. Okay. It's a good a good Christmas movie. Uh, the Other Guys. Best Will Ferrell movie. Oh, nice. I <laughs> uh, haven't seen it, so I agree with you. No. Uh, Anchorman. Eh, not that good. It's okay, maybe. I think it's good, but it's overhyped. Yeah. Uh, Talagata Nights. Can't remember. Haven't seen it in fucking forever. I think Talagata Nights and Blades of Glory remarkably S- similar. Talladega Nights. <laughs> Talagata Nights. Ta- Jesus. <laughs> No, not again. I'm not saying it again. Okay, okay, We're okay. done. Nice. And uh, Step Brothers. Uh, I, I, I don't fucking know if that movie's good or not. Because now I, I feel like I watched it so many times. Now when I watch it, I'm like, eh, fuck off. Mm. I want nothing to do with it. That was my strong opinion, my hot take. I've never thought Step Brothers was that funny. I like the part at the end where they beat the shit out of the kid bullies. Oh. It was very good. I like when they dig the each other's graves <laughs> and when he puts his nuts on his drum set those uh, are the two funny scenes and outside of that it's just a lot of stuff happens yeah. and I just don't care Hot and take. just like uh, Blades of Glory it's funnier when they hate each other and then they become friends and it becomes less funny yeah I agree I do like the part where he says I have a katana signed by Randy Jackson <laughs> my mom thought that was the funniest shit ever for some reason which makes it funny for <laughs> you uh, daddy's home uh, what the fuck one is that? Is that I don't when know, he's Will with rides a skateboard? Oh, in it? where he's with? Oh, where Daddy comes home? Yeah, yeah. Mark Wahlberg's in. That's it or one of those uh, very uh, not forgettable movies. You always remember it. <laughs> yeah. Well, you see it once, and you're like, I know every beat of that movie. I think my parents actually like that movie. Really? That was one of the ones I remember. It's funny whenever you realize your parents have shit tasted movies because they were like, <laughs> Oh, we watched Daddy's Home. It was awesome. And I was like, Yeah, okay, Mom. They're like, Yeah, no, Taken Three was fucking dope. And I was like, Mom, shut the fuck oh, up. Yeah. Uh, and then the campaign didn't see it oh is that Galifianakis there's one there's one scene in that movie it's funny when the kid talks about like eating dog shit or something (laughs) I don't know the dog shit's very funny looking up Will Ferrell movies taught me that Will Ferrell's in like less movies than you'd think like he's still in like I think a hundred movies but like Wolf, I, he just isn't less than you'd think. When we you get on IMDb, you're like, this should be more impressive. Yeah, you gotta think, like, he's in more, like, three of the fucking biggest movies, uh, and they're spread out. Like, Elf, Step Brothers, and the other guys. The other guys is, like, Step Brothers for kids three years younger than us. Mm. Wild That's times. Fair. Wild That's times. Fair. Also, the funnier one. Still, just Will Ferrell, you're not that impressive, you know? 
But when you're with Mark you, Wahlberg, you're great. Why sometimes. don't you just be in something better? <laughs> like, really? You're washed up, man. Will, please don't watch this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's enough of it's enough from That's Mr. Enough of Will. Farrell. Yeah. We're getting to the Mr. Rogan. Mm. Brother Rogan. <laughs> Young Rogan. Rogaine. <laughs> please keep fucking going. <laughs> uh it, we're gonna get in Pineapple Express. Best movie. Got to be the m- most well-known Seth Rogen movie. Yeah. Got to be the most well-known movie ever made. Nobody knows a movie more than Pineapple Express. Before you get in all the fucking boring nerd shit, yeah. even our own boring ass takes, I want to say something. Okay. This is my favorite movie we've reviewed so far, including every movie <laughs> ever. <laughs> the spark of fucking joy I felt watching this film. We've reviewed some Star Wars films. We reviewed fucking episode nine. That movie can suck my dick. If Pineapple Express existed as episode nine, best trilogy of all time. Just Luke Skywalker getting high as fuck and chased by them. <laughs> That's Chewbacca. That's another episode we recast all of the Star Wars films. Yeah, okay, critics. 68. No, stupid. Very similar. Awful. Audience, 73. Which I it's thought stupid. it would have been higher. I don't know. Because mm. the, the target audience for this will like anything you put in front of them. That's fair. And then uh, I'm going to give it 73. Exactly the same as the audience. Really? I feel like they just nailed it. I got a, uh, I got a fucking brand, brand new one here. Okay. 101%. 101%. Maybe 102%, but I'll be conservative. 101%. Wow, that's going to be a hard one to beat in the, the future. best fucking movie ever made. I can't wait for the new movie to come out that you actually like, and I'm just going to be like, but just know Pineapple Express is better. I will gleefully accept that. <laughs> gleefully. I love it. It made $102.4 million worldwide. 23.2 million opening weekend and its mm. budget was 26 million. So, made money. It's good. It also opened the same exact weekend as The Dark Knight. Oh. Oh my god, what an impressive fucking feat. Yeah. You remember back when movies came out and they were like two you really wanted to see and you were like, "Oh, which one will I see first? <laughs> Those were good days. <laughs> I'll never forget my fucking dad taking me to see Dark Knight and then me looking at Pineapple Express and being like, hmm, I'd rather watch this right now. <laughs> Just not with your dad. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. So I got some... Uh, I got, let's do the fun facts in the front end. Okay, yeah. Knock those fun facts out. Speaking of a massive fucking illustrious budget in a movie, there, <laughs> there's not that much that happens. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, no, that's there's wrong. a police yeah, I was about chase. To there's some explosions. <laughs> Now, a lot of guns. So the real important stuff. Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg <laughs> rolled 100 joints for this film. Really? And the biggest question I ha- I ask is, <laughs> did they mean props or to write this fucking movie? How <laughs> <laughs> throughout the production, like how were they just getting fucking high? Do you think they used props for what do you mean? You don't think they smoke used, we- they used the real the real jazz cigarettes I on think, set? I think they alternated takes. Mm. They were just like, okay, first take, we're getting That's high. true. I didn't think about that. <laughs> they were just for every single one. Fucking, that'd be like the fucking cross joint scene. <laughs> just be like, this is a cross joint. <laughs> <laughs> Might have made the movie better. Might have given that 102 you were too stingy to give it away <laughs> That's for. That's true. If you were barely fucking conscious, I would have liked the movie better. <laughs> 
Uh, Got any more facts? Yeah, the uh, so my favorite part of the movie, uh, the Daewulano scene. Oh yes, yeah. Uh, Ramsey also just to just to preface this scene, we were watching it, and me being like somewhat car guy, me was watching it and just going, "What the fuck is that?" I was like, "It looks like a like a smaller Toyota Yaris, which wasn't even out when this was filmed." I was like, "What is it?" And I go, "Ramsey, what car is that?" And he just screams before the scene. That's a Daewulano's motherfucker. <laughs> That was almost a Ford Fiesta. There's a part where uh, Danny McBride's character drives into the fucking barn building after there's a giant shootout, kills fucking... Rips his head off. And then he gets out of the car with a shotgun and just goes, you got killed by Daylato's motherfucker. And then shoots his corpse. He really likes that scene. Shoots his corpse in the the foot. Yes. Yeah, damn, you liked that scene. <laughs> Fuck, dude. My, uh, whatever, we, whatever GTA 5 came out in like 2013 or whatever, mm-hmm. every time we ran over anyone, we just <laughs> yell that shit. <laughs> That's fucking oh, glorious. Fuck. It's much funnier with the Daewoo De- Lanos than it is with the He's Ford Fiesta. He's gonna go buy a Ford Fiesta, motherfucker. <laughs> that sounds like a TV edit. <laughs> Oh man! Oh, yeah, one more. This we gotta is, move on. Yeah, this is my favorite one because this is something that we might have done if we were charged this movie. Um, Danny McBride is taped to a chair at one point. Yeah. just covered in duct tape. They left him in that chair all fucking day, <laughs> and they wouldn't let him out because it it was and I quote, "It took too long to put him back." <laughs> Danny McBride was covered in duct tape in California in the middle oh of summer. Oh my god. That scene's also hilarious because if you look at him in the scene, there's duct tape on him for no reason. <laughs> Two of his fingers are duct taped together on one of the chairs. They duct tape his hand, like literally the top of his hand to his forehead. <laughs> oh, it is man. It's fucking beautiful. Yeah, just the best fucking movie ever made. Okay, then I'm going to get in my takes now that you just, you have no takes other than <laughs> it's the best movie ever made. You should see the list. I'm willing to say it's the best stoner movie ever made. I agree. Other than maybe Harold and Kumar. Yeah. But see, like, I feel like these aren't even, like, really fucking stoner movies. Like, there are certain stoner movies where just, like, nothing fucking happens and people are just getting high. But this is, like, <laughs> this is like a fucking action comedy yeah. where they're just high all the time. That's what I makes this one the best one. Is. Yeah. It's not just for, like, people that are baked out of their fucking minds. Yeah. It's legitimately funny as its own as a movie, yeah. but then it's also definitely funnier for people that are baked out of their fucking minds. <laughs> I remember watching this. I I recently watched this with my little brother like a year ago, and just like seeing how fucking funny he thought it was, I was like, oh man, nothing brought me more joy. I was like, I'm not washed up. This is a good movie. <laughs> yeah, um, this one is also not dated at all. No, I don't think so. Yeah. It's just like weed's funny. <laughs> like they they have cell phones, but like they would be used the same way as iPhones would be used. Yeah. Um, I I do want to talk about my second favorite part of the movie aside from the Daewulano scene, which mm-hmm. I just fucking lost it at the uh, the fight they have. Do you remember that the fight they oh, have in the drug? Yeah, yeah, the one that felt like like a legitimate fight. Yeah. Like it was very well done. The best part is uh, it starts off and Seth Rogen's like, "You're gonna call the drug dealer," and everyone's like, "No, I'm not." And then he grabs an ashtray and throws it at James <laughs> Franco's head, and it's just violent as fuck from there. 
And there, not like normal like action movie <laughs> violent where you're like, oh yeah, one guy's beating up the other yeah. guy. It's like it's just brutal and raw. They hit each other with a door. And it, they... it looked like three like out of shape stoners, how they would fight if they were trying <laughs> to kill each other. It was bad. But like they all have never killed before. Yeah, no. like, very much not wanting to murder anybody, but just trying to stop them. At one point, fucking Danny McBride gets a like vacuum cleaner, the the one of the handheld ones, starts beating the shit James Franco with it and going, What we do in this life echoes in eternity. Just like gladiator lines and shit. Just my favorite fucking scene. Second yeah. favorite scene. I think throughout it's impressive this movie how well paced those funny scenes are. There's yeah. a lot of comedies, especially action comedies, where it's like, oh, funny, 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 then action. Yeah. And then it ends on funny. This one is just like, every ten minutes you will laugh out loud. There's something fucking hilarious going yeah. on. Yeah. And I love that because it is just like, they go to the woods and they go to drug dealers and there's a fucking massive <laughs> Call of Duty shootout. They just start killing people and you don't fucking care. Yeah. <laughs> they just keep finding more guns on the yeah. wall. Oh, man. That's, uh... I don't know if I have any more special takes. I think that Danny Mc real quick. I think Danny McBride is the most underrated comedy actor of all time. That's he fun. fucking kills me and everything he's in. Yeah, he just got such an iconic look, though. You can't like pop him in. Yeah, anywhere. he's I. It, the thing is, I don't know if he can fucking. I think he's the best supporting yeah. actor in a comedy. I don't know if he can make his like. He's done a couple of solo things on his own, and they're like, eh, it's okay. Mm. I think they're fucking hilarious, but I'm in the minority here. I also would like a two-hour-long movie of just the opening scene of this movie. <laughs> the Electric Avenue shit? Yeah, where he's in the black and white strapped to the chair, <laughs> and they're doing, like, the MK Ultra, but for weed. Yeah. And he's just telling, like, a uniformed general to go fuck himself <laughs> yeah. while smoking a joint. <laughs> that shit is so fucking funny. In the middle of it, he just interrupts the dude. He's like, how does item nine make you feel? And he just goes, I'm serious. Your dick, my mouth. <laughs> 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 Don't gift that. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, um, that's what I got for Pineapple Express. That's everything I got as yeah. well. I'm completely ready to end this episode. Just kidding. Lightning round. <laughs> you bugged me the fuck out. <laughs> okay, you ready? Yeah. Fuck it. Uh, these are Seth Rogen movies, and I want Ramsey's take as quick as possible. Pineapple Express two, second best movie of all time. I think it's the best movie of all time. <laughs> and if you don't know, there is a Pineapple Express yep. 2. It is inside of the movie This Is The End. Yep. It is filmed on a camcorder by James Franco and Seth Rogen, played by themselves. Woody Harrelson is the president in that movie, <laughs> yes. and he's played by Danny McBride. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking amazing. It's Hot Wheels, there's another sweet fucking police chase. Yeah. Just an amazing movie. Okay, from that, This Is The End. Great movie. Great. Fucking loved it. Just from start to finish, never tries to ground itself, and that's what makes a good comedy. Nope, gets wilder and wilder, <laughs> and then you buy it. Same thing with Final Express. By the time you get to the end, you're like, I don't fucking care what happens. <laughs> and then they get to heaven, and you're like, yeah, cool. Uh, super bad. Great movie. This is the best. Wow. This the is the best, the best Seth, Seth Rogen. Rogen movie. This is the, this is the best Seth Rogen movie ever. Uh, I don't think that. Mike Tyson. Well, you're dumb. 
an <laughs> idiot. I think you're wrong, Mike Tyson. I remember seeing Superbad in theaters as a young child, way before I should have been seeing Superbad in theaters. Did and you sneak a, in? It was a life... No. I my, think I sneaked into my Superbad. My friend's mom took us to go see Superbad and then came Ugh. back and like apologized to my <laughs> mom. She was like, I didn't think it was going to be that bad. And my mom being her was just like, trust me, he's already fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> no way it made him worse. <laughs> But that one lives on in infamy. That will never not be the funniest fucking movie ever. Well, to me, that's not like a Seth Rogen movie. That's just like to me when you say Seth Rogen, it's like okay, Seth Rogen movie. He's in. But you could. This was written by him, and it's in the same style. Yeah. If you were like best Jonah Hill movie, I'd be like, oh, super bad. Yeah. Well, they do look identical. So <laughs> apparently, <laughs> uh, let's get into the interview. Love it. Yeah. It's okay. It's not it's not like amazing, but it, like I remember when I watched that movie, I was like, Yeah, that's what I wanted. Best marketing campaign ever. Oh yeah, no they fucking They tried kidding. to start a couple of the wars and they were like, Ah, now you have to see yeah. the movie. They're like, We're gonna fight against fascism. <laughs> <laughs> and uh Sausage Party. It's oh. another one he's not in, but he wrote. No, he's in. He's the voice of the main wiener. Well like the voice. He's fucking not in it, goon. He, that wiener that you saw, that that's not Seth Rogan. He would have had to lose so much weight. That's not Seth Rogen? No. Oh, fuck me. Sausage Party sucks, and here's why. Oh, no. I was excited for Sausage Party, and I wanted to go see it by myself, which I rarely do for movies. And mm. I went into that movie, and I realized I was an adult. Uh, I hated that movie. Really? Front to back. The the funniest part of that movie to me was the concept of, like, <laughs> the foods being mutilated. Yeah. <laughs> it was just, like, so fucking funny. And that happens, and I was like, oh, this the rest of this movie sucks. I don't care about fucking ask whiskey smoking weed. question for that. How many drinks did you get at the Alamo while watching it? <laughs> Zero. Was, That's but, not I what was, the movie's for. I was, eight, I was 18 and watching a cinema. Uh, <laughs> yikes. <laughs> okay, well, that's it for Seth Rogen. Also, no. an impressive IMBD. Would have thought he'd been in more stuff. Yeah. Yeah. The I best. Just, I was just I have I this a, idea in my head. Maybe I have a uh, from all the movies we now, now I jokingly said that about Pineapple Express, but I think from all the movies that we've watched while we were at home, these are probably the most fun I've had watching, without a doubt. Like, even the Jim Carrey ones, like the Jim Carrey ones, kind of sucked because I was like, Cable Guy was just a great movie, and then The Mask we found out was fucking horrible. Yeah, that was a disappointing moment. This these one they both held up. Yeah, they felt as good as when I watched them as a child. Yeah. But that's the end of it. Catch us next week for a From the Ground Up. Can't wait. Thank you so much for listening.